What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Styles Files. I am your host, Alan Styles. Thank you, as always, for listening. We have with us a very special guest, beat writer for the Red Sox for the Boston Globe, Temple alumni, and a friend of the show, Julian McWilliams. Julian, thank you for joining. Thank you for joining again, as always. Alan, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. So uh, we have a lot to get to, and I know you're a busy man with everything going down in Major League Baseball. We're going to get to some of it. You know, you wrote a really powerful article. The minor league is done. We have, we have a lot going on. So let's just start with, as far as the protests and social justice, you live in Boston. We all know Boston gets a bad rap. How has it been? Have you been to any protests? Have you... Uh, seen any protests? Have you seen anything positive, anything negative? For someone who's never been to Boston and only knows about Boston through Twitter or sports Twitter, yeah. how is that? Uh, how's that been? Uh, I guess it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's been different in a way. Like, you know, you necessarily like you look at your, I mean, Boston is like kind of made up of like towns, right? I mean, you look at like, it's like you have you know, Roxbury, you have Mattapan, you have Dorchester, and all these towns, like, are, like, border each other, and they're predominantly black, you know, areas. You know, obviously, they've been gentrified, probably just like Oakland, you know, all, like, same, the same stuff going on across the country. Right. But, um, but like, there's there's actually been, um, I guess, a, a good number of, like, you know, allies, and, and, and I think white people come out and understand that uh, there is stuff going on. I think a, 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 a part of Boston that people – um, don't understand is that like that yeah it's a like the, there's a lot of liberals here mm-hmm. but they don't understand like there's also this racist side too right so like whenever somebody like say like Adam Jones comes out and says hey I was called the n-word back in 2016 at Fenway Park and it's like what do you mean like you were called no you weren't like we, we voted for Bernie Sanders like what are you talking right, about there's no right. there's no racism here like what, yeah. do you, what, what do you mean and um or like we voted for Barack. Like it's always like this like rejection of like what a black person goes through here. So like I think for the first time when I guess Tory Hunter said what he said after in the midst of like this whole George Floyd thing, um, like that the the Red Sox coming out and putting out a statement saying like, hey, like we believe Tory Hunter sort of like I guess was was a biggest part in all of this because there's it's been met with so much like I said before rejection in terms of like what the black person what the black experience in Boston actually is like you know I haven't I me personally I haven't gone to like the south end like where like people call like southie and stuff like that I try to stay yeah. away from there right you know what I mean so like I stay in my like I like me and my fiance we live on the outskirts we live in like in Waltham which is like 20 minutes outside Boston right it's like relatively remote out here but uh, I stay away from like those parts of the town where you're like, yo, man, like it's a little, it's a little sketchy over there. So if I do go to the city, I go to places that where people kind of look like me. So it's mm-hmm. just a little bit more comfortable or just like say Fenway Park. But I mean, you definitely, I mean, you definitely can see like that, you know, I haven't experienced racism so far here, uh, but you can definitely see it because I mean, even when you go to Fenway Park, like everything is just white, right? It's like, right. like the, the, like the hot the hot dog guy is white like the right. cotton candy guy the security's white like mm-hmm. uh like uh the clubhouse you know baseball you know in general is white like so the fact that like you see all this like these white people in one space you're like dang like there's not one black like hot dog man like you know what i mean so it's it's definitely a different type of experience but 
I wouldn't say I'm, I'm, you know, we grew up playing baseball, so we're kind of, we're kind of used to that, but it's a little bit more pronounced in Boston for sure. Yeah, man. Well, before I go on, I mean, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this because the last time you were on the show was definitely over a year ago. I don't think you had a fiance the last time we spoke. Oh yeah. No, I didn't. So congrats. I didn't. Congrats oh, to that. Thanks, man. Congrats to that. Um, but yeah, it's interesting, especially, like I said, if you haven't been to Boston before, you hear these bad things. It's like mm -hmm. racism, Tom Brady before he left, Mark Wahlberg, and Ben Affleck. That's basically like right. Boston for me. And I have heard about, you know, kind of that the black areas of Boston. It almost sounds like, and this is not solely in Boston, but it almost sounds like it's one of those situations where it's not segregated, air quotes, but people just stay where they need to stay. Yeah, and the most interesting thing when I moved here was somebody told me, was like, yo, like, you know, Boston is like 25% black. And I'm just like, what? Like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, it's, they're like, yeah, like, it's, it's a large black population, but like, it's, it's, but it's just, it's just like old Irish money here. And like, yeah, there's right. like, black people don't have any voices here. Like, that's mm -hmm. the thing. And like, if you go into these areas, you sort of sense it like there's this like i guess like this like you see like you know the poverty that some of these like a lot of these african-americans are facing here so they you, you see like this it's sort of like the voiceless you know what i mean and, like we don't really i guess say like run a lot of stuff here we don't we're not a lot of like decision making processes or anything around what the city's going through so like there's 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 a population here but it's just mm -hmm. like yeah they stay in roxbury they stay in dorchester they stay in mattapan and you know they don't go any, anywhere outside that because you know they probably could experience racism and they're not wanted in those areas right 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 interesting stuff man so to kind of continue on obviously with everything going on i'm assuming that was part of the reason you decided to write this article for those of you who haven't read it black minor leaguers in red sox system face a particularly daunting challenge with racism on the boston globe you can click on it it's on julian's twitter uh, i just liked it so it's in my likes on twitter as well great article i mean anyone any black person that has played baseball on probably almost any level after t-ball yeah. can relate to this and i want you to kind of go through your thought process how the article has been received what you wanted people to get out of the article and all that good stuff yeah so like it first came to my attention because like i obviously saw like a lot of you know major league ball players speaking out um but and but never you always like the minor league guys are like kind of like the miss like the ones that are like go i guess unheard a lot of times especially mm -hmm. like the black ones right like so like i remember <clears throat> talking to josh Akami and like um and in uh spring training you know and he was like a non-roster invite to spring training and like we, he's, he's a philly guy so we started just talking about philly and all that stuff and then i was like and then i saw what he had to say on twitter um about after the recent events of george floyd and then i saw what his teammate josh tobias had to say uh and i was like gang like this would you know my colleague i rent me and my colleague talked about it. he's like yo you know you should you should attack that you should try to get those guys you know they seem like they're willing to speak out so uh, I reached out to, who did I reach out to? I reached out to, I guess, I got Josh Akami's number somehow. And I reached out to him and I, I said, would you be interested? And he's like, yeah, man, for sure. And I said, well, Josh, could you give me Josh's number? And so he, you know, Josh, he 
was interested and he gave me Josh's number. So we talked about it. Um, and you know, I, 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 when I wrote the story, it was kind of hard because like as a reporter, like, you know what I mean? Like you want to be like neutral, like you have to stay in like a space where it's like, where it's like, okay, I can't like go too far over this way. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, I'm with them. I'm, I'm a black guy. You know what I mean? Like right. I, what, everything, everything that they're talking about, like I'm feeling, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's like, so how do I take the feeling element out of it and tell their story? Um, but still give the, the readers something to, I guess, like, you know, look at and enlighten them to what black is because I am black at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So, um, that was kind of hard because like when I was writing it, like, I, you know, I felt some of those microaggressions, you know, some, you know, coming up playing baseball. I remember, we like there used to be like a joke like when i was i think i was at ohio it was like hey man like the darker you are like the more i'm gonna throw over the first base when you're on first like you know what i mean like right like, just try to pick you off yeah it was like because they think we're fast like it's right, like this right. like this element of like and like back then it's like like yeah it's like you look at it and you're just you don't think about it like that because you're trying mm -hmm. to fit into a space where you don't really you know where you yeah. don't really it's you not almost, many of us right it, and, and because of the situation and us all you know both of us trying to make it to that level you you kind of twist it in your mind to be uh, cool. a compliment yeah it's a compliment exactly. like, i'm fast like you know maybe the coach thinks i'm fast too and i like get to start or whatever you know you know and it's just like bro they would say that to you they, they haven't even seen you run yet you know they haven't seen, seen you run yet Bro, it's so it's it's so like when you like when they were talking about stuff like oh man like you're the black white guy or like you know oh, you're not man. black enough stuff like that like it's right. like it's stuff you really hear because I grew up going to private schools a lot of times so mm -hmm. like I would hear that from people that like you know that were white and they would see that as a compliment to me and I'm like what does that mean you know what right. I mean right so you get into those spaces and for like you to like you're trying and and like they, meanwhile they're like they're trying to make the league. Right. Like they're yeah. like they're almost there. Like they're in double A, triple A. Like they're getting roster invites to string spring training. Like that's that's like that's you're you're almost there. And so it's like if you hear something like that, you probably be like, man, let me just take that one on the chin and keep moving. Right. I mean, we've been doing that. We we've been doing that forever, you know. Forever. You forever. When you coming from, you know, like me, like a junior college, I had a bunch of crazy stuff happen in junior college, but I'm like, I am too close, you know what yeah. I mean, to rock the boat quote unquote and mess up like what i have planned for me next and yeah. keep doing that keep doing that and then at some point i think some people break and luckily luckily for those two players at least you gave them that outlet man you know and yeah. we we have you're doing all this and then on top of that you you're still supposed to perform you know and we right. make jokes about it i just Talking to you, first of all, I went to a bunch of, I went to private school from first through high school, first yeah. grade through high school. So it's like we're looking in the mirror right now. I got the same yeah. jokes. Then on the black side, we can get into this later. On the black side, they're calling you white too. So I'm like, well, exactly. I, I don't really know what, what to do here. But um, you're bringing up all these <laughs> memories for me when like going up to bat, it, it, we turned it into a joke. Like me and the other one or two black people that would always be on the team. Um, shout out to EY because we would joke about this too. Before they would yeah. even see you get up, you would get up to the plate. Doesn't matter where you are in the order. Watch the butt. Watch, watch the, the butt. butt. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, dude, I pulled my hammy last week. Ain't nobody button right now. Bro, yeah. it's crazy. You're like, runner. Yeah, we got a runner yeah. here. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> 
watch steel. And it's like, at the time, I'm like, I mean, if the scouts knew, I thought I was as fast as you guys did, maybe I would have made it. Dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, man. It's it's so interesting, man. Like, just like, and like, in talking to those guys, like, like it, it brought back memories for me too. Like, I remember like, even like, like the dude, Josh Tobias is like, same thing. Like he said, he felt like he was too, uh, black for the white dudes and too black, I mean, too black for the white dudes and too white for the black guy. Yeah. So, cause he grew up in like a, a suburban neighborhood. And so like, I was talking to him, I'm like, bro, like, I remember like leaving, I guess the field and like being joked on that I play baseball, like from my, you know, my black friends. So I was like, yo dad, like I'm not leaving this, this baseball field. Like, you know, literally like you used to leave the field with your uniform on and walk right. home. I was like, I am not walking through Harlem with my uniform. I got to be shorts over these baseball pants or something because right. they're going to think I'm a hooper or something because I'm not walking. Yeah, through. yeah. Where are my J's at? I got my J's in the bag. <laughs> we about to put those on. Yeah, so. Man. Um, but, like, but like, just just for them to come out and, like, speak out publicly about that, I mean, that, that like, that takes a lot of guts, man, because, I mean, like like we said, like, it's not a space, like, where they're where we're recognized. Like, the Red Sox, he's like, like Josh is the only like black dude on AAA team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Akami and then Josh Tobias is only uh, the uh, or the second only two black dudes on his AA team. So it's it takes a lot, man, for them to say that. And I know I had a lot of eyes because I definitely got a lot of texts from it. Yeah, and well, that was yeah. what I was gonna ask. How has it been received? Has it all been positive? Has there been any negative responses? I mean, in the Boston Globe comments has been negative. Like, it's been a lot of like, okay. some, it's been kind of like back and forth. Like, oh, get over it. Like, what are you oh, talking I can't about? Like, oh, yeah. So I, I read the article, so, so now I got to look at the comments. Yeah, I don't really read the comments. It's, 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 it's a, you can get, you can get into a bad headspace if you read right. that. But like, for the most part, like the, you know, the reception has been great. Like, even um, like, you know, I, I got like the one of like Heim Bloom, the, uh, the, the uh, I guess the chief baseball officer, office, officer, I don't even know, general manager. Let's just say yeah. general manager. Jesus, right. all these damn names. Yeah. Um, he texted me and was like, yo, man, like that was a great story that you wrote on these guys and it takes a lot I'm, and I'm happy that they came out and talked about it. So people are listening, man. And I think, you know, that's hopefully a start for something. But, you know, I don't know. I'm sort of a pessimist when it all comes to all this stuff. But we'll see. I think most black, <laughs> I think most black people are pessimists when it comes to this, <laughs> even though I think we can all admit Something does feel different here, you yeah. know. Um, I, I think what's what'll be interesting is as I talked about on numerous, you know, other episodes, is that right now it's trendy. You know, you got Blackout mm-hmm. Tuesday, everyone throws up the black square, uh, black louder black lives matter, everyone can say it. Once this thing cools off, that's when we're gonna see what the deal right. is here because you used to cover the A's. For those of you who don't know, me and Julian both went to Temple, and then a couple years later, he ends up writing uh, for the A's, and I'm I'm obviously from the Bay Area, so that's how we reconnected. And the mm-hmm. catcher's name is escaping me now, but the one that Bruce Maxwell that did Neil, yes. So now yeah. I'm wondering, like we said, it's not a space like basketball or the NFL where you have a, a group of people that would probably follow you. But I could see a couple players maybe in the minor leagues that are just – well, actually, the minor leagues are canceled this year. But a couple players that might feel like, you know what, I'm going to take this stand. And when this – and the same goes for the NFL. It's all fine and good to make these videos and, you know – and it's funny, dude. And it's actually – it's sad that – it's not funny. It's funny but sad that these videos that 
Major League Baseball is making to kind of promote this. They don't even have enough black play, like black players that people right. know about currently playing to make the videos. They're calling Dude. on dudes that are you got like, that are retired to do these videos. Like that's not Dude. good. Curtis Granderson. Curtis Granderson is like the guy. I'm like, man, this all we got. So uh, Matt Matt Kemp. Matt it's like, Kemp. dude, what, what what team is he on? It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I remember him. It's like literally, I was watching it. Like, oh, I remember Prince, him. Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder. It's like, look, I appreciate it, but you guys are not playing anymore. I know. It's just, so, and I want to get in. So let's take a break. I, I'm gonna we're gonna get back to that at the end. But I wanted to talk about. We've talked a lot about you know the players from the minor leagues. Let's get down to some of the the facts here that broke earlier this week. Minor leagues are done. They're canceled for this season. We already, I, I was, you know, even as someone who, who did not get drafted, I never thought the draft needed to be 40 rounds. That's just giving, yeah. that's just giving false hope, in my opinion. Right. Sure, right. you have the random Mike Piazza stories, but for the most part, I think I saw, like, after the, the 20th round, like, only 10 to 7% um make it right so mm -hmm. it's really just those guys are there and and out of those who quote unquote make it how many of those is just a cup of coffee so right. they're really just there to help train you know your big money guys you know to be completely yeah. honest so now i'm wondering you, you give five rounds because it was only five rounds everyone there is kind of a big money guy now they're going off with you know to summer camp now mm -hmm. there's no minor league season. Mm -hmm. How does this affect Major League Baseball going forward? I mean, these guys are going to play independent ball. Next year they were planning on doing 20 rounds. Maybe they even stick to that. What do you think happens as far as the minor leagues and how this train has been rolling um, this whole time here? Yeah, I mean, it's it's wild, man. I think – from from like a player standpoint, like I think the 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 Red Sox manager was talking about it. He's like, yo, like like missing a year of baseball is huge for development. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, like you know what I mean? If you take a year off and from baseball, like you come back and it's like it's a different it's a different world. Like it's not just like you miss a lot of time in your development. So like I think that's the main concern that like a lot of teams have. Like it's just there isn't enough time for these players to be able to catch up once they do get back on the field. It's like, so now you're stopping this guy's clock, right? So he might be 22 years old. Hey, he need, probably need to learn hit, to hit a curveball better this year. And like, right. you know I mean? We just have maybe have him sitting on curveballs and just not swing at fastballs. Like there's people like that do that in like sort of like the developmental process throughout the minor leagues. Well, he's probably not gonna see another curveball for another year and a half now. So like, yeah. what do you do then in live situations? So it stops, it stops a lot of people's clocks. Like people who are, who are on track to make to the minor league, to make to the major leagues. It's like now, okay, maybe we have to rear him back, you know, rev it back a little bit and see, you know, what happens and see how he develops. So I know they created like a 60 game. So they have like a 60 man roster, right? right. So, um, and then, so like, it's like 30, of the, and it's like 30 active players on an active major league roster. Then you have another 30 um, that are just like on call at any time. But some of those players I think are some of the top prospects who are like who who they don't want to have to like miss like a total year of baseball mm -hmm. so they're putting them on those rosters so they can play like inter-squad games and stuff like that but still man like 
it, I think it really, really hurts the sport. I mean, I mean this, and if you go back to it, I was talking to Marcus Simeon. I was like, he's like, well, you know, I don't, and he was like, he was a six round pick, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then he turned into an MVP. I was like, how do you feel about having five rounds? Like how hard is that for a team to have to deal with? And he was like, well, it's, I don't feel bad for the team. Like it's what the owners wanted. Like they want, they only wanted five rounds cause they want to penny pinch and save money. You right. know, and I was a six round pick. So He's like, I feel bad for the player. Like, I feel bad for the guy that's like, you know, an eighth, ninth round guy that can get, you know, possibly get drafted, you know, possibly, uh, you know, develop in some way like me and turn into and turn into a big leaguer. That guy's now missing out. That guy's now maybe signing a free agent contract for twenty with a cap of twenty grand. Yeah, you know, so it's a it's a lot different. Like, even if you look at somebody like Mookie, Mookie wasn't like Mookie was going to go to Tennessee, like. And then it just took one scout saying like, no, um, you know, I, we believe in him. Like, I want to, I want to take him. You know, it's I think this guy has a lot of talent, and he ended up getting drafted in the fifth round. But had the Red Sox not drafted in the fifth round, he might not even get, gotten drafted until late, until later on the draft. You know, and you think about that, he wouldn't have been a person in this year's draft that got drafted had the right. Red Sox not liked him. Yeah. So it's like you think about a talent missing out on a talent like that. I just from think from a talent perspective. They've, they've lost out on a lot of players that, you know, that, um, you know, could be, that could be making a difference or impact in the minor leagues. What they do, if they make the major league, who knows? But like, you know, that's a crapshoot, you know? Right. But, yeah. It's, but, it's a, <laughs> but at least it gives them the shot, the opportunity. Yeah. I think it's a fine line though, because I get it, but are we also, if you look at it from the outside, right. As someone, you know, who's not, who doesn't know, the ins and outs of baseball and you say, okay, there's 60 people, 30 people are on a team. So each team has 30 extra players. That sounds pretty normal. You know, that doesn't sound that crazy. We're we're just used to all of these rounds. I don't know though, just for me, I'll give you 20, but I don't think they need more than 20 rounds. I just don't think they do. I feel you. I feel you. you know? And like, if you, if you do like just sign them as like free agents or something like that, like, you know what I mean? Like, right. You don't like, it's, it's, it's so interesting. Like when you go to, to spring training, I was talking about this, like one of the other Red Sox writers, like you see all these players, like it's like all of them together, like all these minor leaguers, you're looking like, bro, like how many of these players are actually going to make it? Right. You know what I mean? And so you look at, and, and, it's, and, and it's just sort of like, it's kind of screwed up because it's sort of like cheap labor too, right? Like you're, right. this guy's just here for when Mike Trout gets injured, you know, to, to, to throw him freaking, you know, uh, to, to, to be his test dummy on the mound and say, okay, he's ready to come back up to the league. Or like right. this guy's here when, to be, double, to be Xander Bogart strictly his double, a, his, his, his double play partner from when he's on rehab assignment, you know? Yeah, and it's like, they have guys like that and they just don't tell them. They That's just, what I was going to say. Do they there. know that? No. I mean, I think a lot of them just say, hey, I'm like one step away. I'm one step away from the big leagues. But a lot of them aren't. Like, I remember there was this kid, I'm not going to say his name, but he was, um, he was, he came, he played for the A's. And we, I knew him from back home in New York because he played high school baseball around where I played. And he had, a, you know, a relatively good minor league career. But like, he, you know, you could kind of say he like, he like maxed out. And he was a guy that they put in AAA because he could he could he could hit triple a when they hit triple a you know pitching but mm-hmm. you know he's also a guy that they could send down to single a because you know because they need they need another guy you know what i mean down right, there because right. to, to fill the roster then they could put him in double a so he was a guy that was can like work all between those three spaces 
And sometimes they used to have, like, during spring training, have these guys come over uh, to the field and, like, you know, and, like, play for the big league team if, like, you know, they, it's, like, the eighth inning, you know, they, all the players are out, even, like, the prospects are out. They're just like, hey, man, just, 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 you know, go play second base real quick. And then that person throws that picture up on Instagram, like, spring training, I'm getting it in. They're like, oh, man, you're one step away. Blue check, like, baby. Blue check incoming. Like, Right. So and so you see all the comments, but like, yo, man, you're almost there. Keep going. It's like he's really not. Right. Yeah. It's it's crazy because you from the outside. I mean, I feel like I have a little bit more inside knowledge because obviously I'm just always trying to keep up on it. And I'm talking to people like you. But even me, I'm just like, I have no clue. I'm like, last time I checked, this dude is my age. So exactly, and that's 30. So what is the deal? And I get it from from the from the scope of if somebody, if you came that far, I would, I would take one at bat, I think, to say I had one at bat in the big leagues, but you don't even know if you're going to get that. It's almost like if there was a way for the organizations to ensure, you know, a guy like who you talked about, who they've, who almost just like, Hey, you deserve this just based on what you've done for the organization. But that's not how it works. That's just not how it works because every game is important. And look, we've all heard, I don't want to say horror stories, but we've all heard that there's been a lot of back and forth about not necessarily the living conditions, but the amount of money minor leaguers were given. Right. And if they don't want to pay them, then like I said, don't, don't give them that false hope. I mean, these, these, for the outside person, I mean, someone who thinks that they know a decent amount about baseball We'll say, oh, yeah, we know that there's single A, double A, and triple A. It's like, mm-hmm. well, there's actually a lot more than that. There's rookie ball. <laughs> there's, there's high A. There's low there's, A. <laughs> right? There's advanced class A. There's short season A. It's crazy. <laughs> so it's just like. Like, people, do you need all those teams, really? Like, you, you don't. don't need all those teams. No. Yeah. The numbers so, like, say you don't. <clears throat> and so, like, I, like, so I'm like, like, it's now, like, you're looking at teams like the Red Sox. Like, they think about, like, cutting certain minor league teams. And it's like, oh, man, that could be terrible. And I'm like, and I'm, like, kind of guy in the background. I'm like, oh, not really. I mean, right. it's probably good. Yeah. You I know? mean, we all know the guy who was supposed to be the guy and now is, like, a, a, you know, working real estate or something like that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Something random. And it's like. The guys that don't stay in baseball, they're the ones where it's tough because hopefully you finished college, maybe you didn't, and right. you go into a you go into a lane that is completely different than baseball. Sure, it's cool to say, yeah, he used to play professional baseball, but that's not helping you. You know, like get your new job, you know, you know, become a lawyer or whatever that's your not. new job is. It's really about the guys that that you know. Um, and we have a couple guys from Temple that like parlay it, and mm-hmm. you're now you're just in baseball forever. It's like two right. options: it's either going to be worth nothing, or your whole career is going to be based upon the couple of at bats or the couple seasons you played in minor league ball. Yeah, and only your only options be like a trainer at that point. Right, right, right. You know or like, like run a summer ball team or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Oh man, and but there's good money in summer balls. I know a lot of <laughs> finessers in summer ball yeah. that made money. Oh. So. Yo, it's crazy now. Like, I look on Instagram now. It's like, dude, like, what is this guy actually teaching? Right? right. It's like, but he has, but he has one hundred forty three thousand followers. I'm like, what is he actually like teaching? You know, it's right. it's crazy. It's like, it's crazy. Like, the helicopter parent has like made its way into 
like actually being your coach yeah and like actually having an impact on like the youth like baseball but it's that's i guess that's another story yeah right yeah. um so i need to ask because i don't know what to do with all this information that i'm getting every day we talked about we talked about it a little bit in the pre-show and things like that but how confident are you that we're going to get through a baseball season this baseball season i would i would say now i'm probably like 60 40 like 60 percent of me thinks we'll get through it and there's like that 40 percent chance where it's like no let me say 50 50 i'm 50 50 i don't i don't because i don't know anything like i'm look right. i turn on the tv i hear different things every day like you know what I mean? Like, should I, we be looking at like the numbers going up because the testing is going up or should we be looking at the deaths and the hospitalizations? Like, I don't, it's just too much information for me to like sort of process, but like the Red Sox themselves and like the teams, they say like, look, we're, we're preparing for like players to come back with like a positive test. Like they're all like, I think reporting days is, is, is Wednesday today. Um, and like the players get tested and this, they have like a 48 hour period where they have to like self isolate until they get the test back. And then the Red Sox said, like, yeah, we're, like, we're prepared for somebody to come back positive. Like, we're, we're, we just – but, like, the thing is, like, we just have to try our best to stop the spread of it. So you're trying to do that, like, stop the spread plus travel plus the seat, like, you know, plus players being together. Like, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be crazy. Like, they're, they're turning, like, suites into locker rooms now. Yeah. So players can distance themselves. They're tra- like, they have, there's going to be, like, batting cages, like, multiple batting cages on the concourse level where you get your hot dogs, like – that's it's it's gonna Dang. be wild. This is basically um, like JV baseball. Like you can't yeah. play anywhere else. Like <laughs> so, the gonna... teams on the team. Like go go to the the football field or something. Go to the football field and then change. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it's and like they're they're telling players not to shower at the stadium, but like they just you wash your hands, but don't shower. Shower at home. That's mm-hmm. like, I'm like, bro, that's really like a youth team. Like just get right. get in the car, get your sweaty sweaty butt in the car, <laughs> just get just go back home. So it's man. it's gonna be wild, man. I, I think the the real interesting part is like the traveling part. Like that's the part where I'm like, okay, what happens when they when they have to get on like say a plane? I know they they're like more so like they're, they've done like regional stuff where they play teams that are in your region more so. Like there's no AL and L, mm-hmm. um, so they don't have to fly as much. But still, man, like those hot spots in like Florida popping up, like hot spots in Arizona, hot spots in California now. It's like, you know, the Dodgers are in California, right? Like, you know, like, the Giants are in California. Like, two baseball's biggest teams are in California. Right. Like, what do you do there? Like, mm-hmm. if there's an outbreak and, like, say one person gets it, the other person gets it, now the, like, your whole pitching staff is done. Like, do you, yeah. like, do you bring up, like, some of those minor leaguers we were talking about that didn't get a chance? Like, optically, like, what is this season going to look like? And I think that's the, that's the moving target that we're trying to nail down, but we just haven't been able to do so. Yeah, and, and I'm curious because Donovan Mitchell was one of the first ones, the NBA player that came out and said he had the virus. And then about a couple of weeks ago, I saw him hooping. So I'm wondering, yeah. like with, with other people, so I'm wondering, is it a situation like they do the test this week, whoever comes back positive, y'all just chill for a month or so, mm-hmm. and then we'll retest you and then – you can come back? Is that how it's supposed to work? I So, like, I think it's, like, they test you if you're positive. It's 14 days. Then you have to have approval from, like, like the team doctor and then, like, an actual, like, I guess, outsourced physician to be able to come back and play or something like that. 
Um, but it's like a lot of, it's like a bunch of like protocols that have to go through, but I don't know, man. I, I just, I just can't see like they, 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 they have to be like, be doing like, like daily testing for this to work out. You know yeah, what I mean? But true. even if you're doing a daily testing, like you're not going to get your test back for 48 hours. Right. So in that 48 hour period, like you can probably like infect, you know, this person, that person, it's, it's going to be wild. And then you, you talk about the managers too. Like, bro, like the manager is 63 years old. Like mm-hmm. he's in that group of like, of, of like the, you know, it, that, th- that this, like he's in that group with the virus. Like I, what I read, you know, that they target, you know what yeah. I mean? So um, I know the, the Minnesota twins told a couple of their coaches, coaches like, yo, chill for a man. Like you're not coming back this season. Like we'll pay you, but like, we're just going to staff to have to stay home because they're old. So older, I should say, I won't be like an ageism or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> um, but you know, so that's, that's another thing. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to, to nonetheless see how this goes, but um yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know if there's gonna be a season or not. I mean if there's gonna I know we're gonna try, but we'll see once we get out of this. Um, okay, just a couple more questions. You've been amazing as always, a bunch of information. If we do so they're gonna start the season, right? Yeah. Whenever we start, it seems like we're heading towards this will be the norm. How do you feel about the universal DH and the runner on second in extra innings? Uh, damn. I guess I don't really mind the, um, I don't mind really mind the universal DH thing. Well, yeah, you're I from mean, the AL, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I guess, yeah, I know, I know, I know you NL people like, <laughs> like my, one of my best friends is a Met fan. He's like, he just hates it. Oh, he no, I'm with it. That. I'm new school. I'm new yeah, school. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. So like, I'm like, bro, like, I don't want to see JD Martinez in right field, bro. Like I saw that enough. Like I saw him right. give like, I'm, I'm, I'm good off that. I'm good off seeing like I'm good off. I don't want to see uh, you know uh, say who's a I don't even know any pitchers on the Giants anymore. This guy just freaking makes so many moves. It doesn't even right. It's uh I don't want I don't want to see I don't want to see Sean Manaya hitting. I'm good. Right. right. I'm, I'm good on I don't want to see Quayo hitting. Like that's just not that's just not that's just not entertaining to me. And so with the runner on second thing, like I I get it because it's like dude, like when they, the minute they start the season. Um, it's going to be a sprint. They're playing 60 games in 66 days. And, you know, these players can come back. They're going to be, they're, they're going to be out of shape. Like, come mm-hmm. on. Like, we've been quarantined for four months. They're going to be – there's no way they – they're going to be able to be in shape the way they were if they were here, right? Right. So there's probably going to be a lot more injuries. Um, so if starting with a run on second and extra innings can help get me out of there too. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then 60 game in 66 day. 60, 60 game in 66 day uh, period, I'm with it, you know? So I think, and, and it helps preserve their bodies too, because if you come back, say, you know, the game goes to like 12 o'clock, you're not getting out of the locker room until one o'clock and say it's a day game, you know, you got to be there by 10, back there at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of wear and tear on your body and during, especially during this time, man, where they have to, you know, basically come back and it's like, yo, season here, all right, go, go play it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's almost like I was telling someone it's like summer ball, right? Like the, the summer ball tournament where there's like a time limit and the, the team comes in after you and they're waiting. <laughs> they're going to do man on second. We got to finish this game up. That's pretty much how it's going to be. But you don't think that rule in particular will stick. Let's say next year we get back to uh, the regular season, the regular season length. You don't think that one will stick. 
I can't, I can't, I, I can't really see it. I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. You know, I, I'm kind of like a, I guess I'm kind of old school in that sense where it's like, I, I would like to see a player like, like, like to see them finish a the game, but yeah. Um, like the right, I guess the quote unquote right way, like with, you know, I guess, you know, starting any inning with no runners on base, but um, I know they've been trying to implement it in a while. Like they, they've done it in the minor league. So mm-hmm. whenever they're doing that in the minor leagues, it might be making, that's it. That means it might be close to making its way to the major league. So we'll see. I know they start with like the electronic. I'm not with that. Like the electronic uh, uh, umpires. That's where I, that. well, I, I think I, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. On I'm the pretty fence? new school, but even me, I'm okay. like, uh, you know, it's okay. a tough one. It's yeah. A tough okay. One. Um, but yeah, man, I want to say thanks for joining. I mean, kind of on the same, you know, path of what you wrote, were you able to take a look at what Ian Desmond wrote? Because that was, yeah, yeah, that was good right there. Yeah, that was real good stuff. That was, um, and you know, and I, I, I DM'd him. I was like, hey, man, uh-huh. I work at the Boston Globe. Can I get a story? Yeah. No, no DM back. So I'm still waiting on that DM from Ian, Ian Desmond. As but, long uh, as it wasn't seen yet. <laughs> if you saw it, then that's a problem. But you're probably not going to get it. But he's just, he's just get getting it. around to it. He's just getting around he's to it. He's just getting around to it. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, so, I, you know, man, I was, that was powerful. Um, that was really, really uh, – I really, really um, had, you know, I, I felt that, you know, and it's, it's like, and you really haven't seen that from baseball players be that articulate about that. Like they're yeah. doing this, like they're like, they do those, like we're all in this together. One yeah. man, one show, like, like, it's like, what is this right. the army? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, okay. What did the NFL do? Okay. Let's do pretty much the same thing. Yeah. So, um, but no, but to, but to hear him come out and just like the art, like just the way he, it, way just the way he articulated everything from just like even the virus like yo I don't want to pass it to my kids to then he got to like you know the the Black Lives Matter movement and him being grown up as a as a you know biracial or you know and still but still recognizing that I'm still a black man in society mm-hmm. I mean it was it was it was really really powerful and I think people like that like it's going to take that's it's going to take people like that for you know I guess baseball to realize that you know it has a long way to go so kudos to him for doing that yeah yeah i do have a bonus bonus for you i said this on one of my other shows and i want to get your take on this because i was thinking that and the reason i'm bringing this up is because of the lack of black baseball players black american Mm -hmm. baseball players and i'm thinking i'm like okay one of the reasons that black people you know people not just black people a lot of people think baseball is boring but the path to the major leagues, like we talked about, you know, 15 different minor league, <laughs> minor league levels yeah. to get there. If they do away with some of these levels, my theory is this could help. I know they have, they've had the RBI program for a while. I, I don't know if the numbers have gone up since RBI started. I'm not sure about mm-hmm. that. But what I'm saying is now with only, let's, let's say they only go maybe one level, one level, maybe even mm-hmm. two, now maybe some of these, you know, black athletes are going to look around and say, you know what? It's not as long of, as a trek. I don't have to go to these random towns in, mm-hmm. in America. Maybe I do take a look at, you know, baseball more seriously than these players had in the past. And they decide to try to play basketball or play football. So I was thinking about that as well. 
Yeah, I I could definitely see that. Like, I could definitely see, cause bro, like, like with somebody like Kyler Murray, like, do you really like? First off, he made the best decision ever. Like, cause right. he's he's, right. he's great. I think he's I think he's I think he's nasty. But do you really want to go from like playing like in front of fifty thousand fans in Oklahoma to like to you know to I guess I don't even know where to play freaking uh, uh, Stockton. Do you right, really want to go to right. Stockton, Stockton, California, <laughs> or, or like the you know the Lake Monster Sea Dogs, and yeah. you know I guess you know, like nah, man. So it's like you going being, from a, a big stadium to Star Wars night, Star Wars night, really? Yeah, like nah, man. I'm good. I'm good off that. So I I do think a lot of like with the not and you know especially for like a lot of you know black players, I think coming from like it, it's it's tough to adjust to minor leagues in some sense. It's like, dude, like you're sent off to like this this middle of nowhere place you're the only person if you go through a slump you 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 play baseball so you know when you're going through a slump it's like dang like i'm really going through this and it's like right. and you're looking up and you're in the middle of nowhere you're middle middle, middle of like chillicothe ohio <laughs> it's like bro like get me out of here right you know so it's it's isolating so i think that i think that definitely would help them make it like more of like a more of like i guess a, a hot commodity in just in terms mm-hmm. of like just the people just being interested in it for sure yeah well, Julian, A plus as always. Thank you for coming through, man. Oh, Good you. luck with the season, everything that's going on. I know in the pre-show we were talking about the media regulations. I know this is going to be wild for you trying to figure out how you get this information and be safe at the same time. So I wish you good luck in that uh, endeavor. You're a great friend to the show. You're a great friend to me. I can't wait to have you on again hopefully to celebrate the giants and their asterisk world series maybe they beat the red sox <laughs> in it who knows uh but thanks again man and take care of yourself hey anytime alan thanks man appreciate it all right man see you later all right bro thank you man